Hi. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we are the Chicks in Charge, and we are so excited to have the one and only Adam Marburger here with us today. Oh. Hey, Adam, Hi. how are you doing? Hello? Did it freeze? Yes. Again? Yes. Is it working? It's working now. Yeah. <laughs> You're the hair. Let's roll with it. I'm good. I heard what you said. I'm good. How are you ladies doing today? We're good. We're good. We are good. We're doing well. I can't tell. I know you're so you're such a funny person that I can't ever tell like when you're just messing with us. And I feel like you'd be that person to just sit there completely frozen. That's what we that's what I thought he was doing. I thought time. he was too. <laughs> I do kind of mess with people at times. That would be good though. Life's too short to be so serious all the time, you know? Oh yeah, it sounds like it came from the Joker. It did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> happy Wednesday. Happy yes. Wednesday. Happy it's a beautiful Wednesday. day. It's a beautiful day. It is. It is. Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? What does Ascent do? And how do you guys help dealers across the nation? Well, we are a uh, one-stop solution for your F and I department. Uh, we provide the best products in the industry. Uh, we have the best reinsurance. Uh, participation structures in the industry and really why we're as relevant as we are is we have uh, professional coaches that mentor and train individuals to become better versions of themselves. So we are uh, blessed and humbled to be in the industry that we love and uh, we're on a mission to help as many people as we can. I love that. And so, and a lot of your trainers too are previous dealers, correct? In fact, I think I saw on your website, you have a trainer that was on the drug task force even, was that right? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right now um, I'm blessed. I've got four uh, former dealers and these aren't just dealers that kind of barely made it. These were dealers that, that were able to exit their companies, take a big check and wanted to do something new and fun. Wow. Uh, these were dealers that didn't quite get a fair shake at the closing table. My partner, one of the partners in the firm is Paul Brown. Uh, Paul is a, uh, a retired police officer, uh, served in our country. Um, and, you know, had an incredible decorated uh, career in, in automotive and was going to buy his store. And there was a, a couple million dollar surprise at the closing table. So he exited stage left. At that time, my partner at Ascent passed away oh. and I was able to go, hey, Paul, follow me to Detroit. I got something I want to show you. So I talked Paul into coming in with me. So, yeah, we've got just a stupid deep roster of, of talent on our coaching side. Uh, we have four former dealers. So whenever we're talking to a dealer, we're not just looking at the F&I department. We can look at the store from the sky and, and not just fix profit leaks in F&I. We, we can fix profit leaks everywhere almost. So, mm -hmm. Right. What, what do you think is, what are you guys finding is the biggest issue in a dealer's F&I department as of right now? Biggest issue? Well, there's a, there's a lot of issues. Um, the market's different. You know, we have a lot of struggles right now. Uh, interest rates aren't great. We have cash penetrations that have increased. Cash down has increased. Uh, with that being said, consumer behavior has also changed over the last couple of years. Absolutely. See, customers, the customer that used to never buy the products are wanting the products today. Customers want to be protected. Um, economic uncertainty, vulnerability in the market, inflation. So we're selling more F&I products, but the deals aren't as attractive as they used to be because of the rates. And then we're seeing a lot more cash. Now that's from the logistics of an F&I person. I, I think the struggles from the outside looking in and training F&I teams is 
there is a lack of process. Uh, there's a massive lack of accountability. And, you know, we're finding some dealers not willing to change, but they're desiring better results. So getting around all of those things, getting a dealer to say, yeah, I'm willing to change something and then allowing us to hold process accountable. If we do those things, we, we grow. I mean, that's just, that's the formula. You Absolutely. Know? Those are some struggles. And I mean, I know that even as just in the BDC side of things, we know that if one thing gets dropped, it's a process issue. And we know that every single time something happens, whether it's um, a dealer is angry with us, whether it's an agent um, quits for one reason or another, we always have to go back to that process. So I can only imagine how important that process is in the F&I department as well. It's critical. Processes don't fail. People fail the process. Absolutely. Process is not sexy. Like it's not something that I love standing on a stage in front of the room talking about process. Mm -hmm. Right. Processes have derived from mistakes. Like processes didn't exist until people made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But processes are critical so we can avoid future mistakes. Right. You know, so. So my um, something that I'm curious about, I see you guys everywhere. You're so yes. um, omnipresent on social media. And it seems like every time I get on Facebook, I'm seeing one of you guys posting about about Ascent and, you know, what you guys are doing. You're traveling, you're doing something. They're always up to something. How do you get your team to consistently <laughs> post on social media? Because that is something that I think people struggle with mm -hmm. in business. I threaten their lives. <laughs> I believe it. I it's believe the martial arts training, isn't it? No, no. no. no here, here. Uh, Chris Martinez, he, he says this all the time. Speed of the leader, speed of the team. Yep. Okay. So if you want your team to do it, I'm the CEO of the company. And guess what? I'm the most active. You are. I don't expect everybody to do what I do, but I expect people to try. And so with my consistency, my mentorship, well, let's use Cindy for an example. Mm-hmm. Cindy is a psychopath for our company. <laughs> she is so madly in love with who we are, what we do, and what we represent that she shouts it from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. We've got Will Ramsey, who is passionately in love with what we do and what we represent, that he shouts it from the rooftop. Paul Brown is more active than he's ever been on social media. We've got everybody just now. I don't want to say everybody. I would say 60% of our team is got some consistency behind it because what they're finding, I, I have a, a model, what you post today won't pay you today, but it'll pay you tomorrow and it'll pay you in 10 proportion. Mm -hmm. Because when I started this deal, my, my company, I, my customers, I don't go knock on doors. I don't cold call. I don't do any of that. I have inbound leads on social media that I create opportunities out of. Yep. It took a long time to get that. So mm -hmm. from 2017, to 2020, I was relentless in my efforts. And then 2021 shows up and now leads come in. So mm -hmm. I explained to Cindy, now Cindy's reaping some rewards from what she was posting two years ago. Now she's building her own brand and people are following her. My right. whole thing for my team, I tell everybody, I don't want it to be the Adam Marburger show. Okay. But I'm not going to stop using social media. I want it to be the Cindy Zeba show. I want it to be the Paul Brown show. I want it to be the Will Ramsey show. I want it to be the Billy Gore show. I want it. I want everybody to have their own identity and their own business within the four walls of the big business, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm encouraging and motivating these guys and gals to put themselves out there because it pays off and it's fun. It's kind of fun. Like you get to meet cool people. Like you interact with cool people and you, you build relationships that become authentic. And the cool thing is like a couple of my dealers are like my best friends. 
real close friends. Like we travel together. I stay at their houses. I stay at their freaking houses. When I go into town, I don't go stay in a hotel. I go to their house. And these these deals started on social media. Isn't that like, wild? Yeah. yeah. We um we we're kind of similar in the same way where you know we we don't do a lot of cold outreach or anything mm -hmm. like that and kind of just depend on either referral business or or the social media stuff. Yep. And it's wild how much different that level of business is than if you have to chase it. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we can close a deal that reaches out to us on a personal level within 24 hours versus a cold lead that we're chasing mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Well, and, well, and the better side to that is you keep that deal forever. You well, do. You do. And you, you get a genuine relationship out of it. Mm -hmm. yep. I, if I'm in a dealer meeting, this has happened a few times where our deals, a lot of these big deals, they take months, years. Mm -hmm. I'm talking years. What, yeah. what we do is very, we have, and I know what you guys do is really hard. I'm not going to take that away. DMS companies, CRM companies, floor, those are hard switches. But getting a dealer to break up with their current F&I provider that they've been in business with for 20 years, that they have millions of dollars in a reinsurance position, mm -hmm. most brutally difficult thing to do. Oh, yes. I can imagine. It takes a long time to get to the deal, to work the deal and get the dealer to commit to the deal. If you find a dealer that's quick to say yes to you, that's a red flag. Like yeah, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Like let's, so like with the, yeah. <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. So it's, it's one thing to make the deal. I'm more interested in keeping the deal and right. I want to keep it forever. That's the most important thing to me. So yeah, we're in the relationship business. Everybody yes. in the car business, especially on the vendor side, we're, you know, no matter what product you offer, we're all in the relationship business and making sure that we know whatever service we're offering, that we're actually bettering the business of whoever we're offering it to. Right. Amen to that. And you know, the reality, like I, I saw a post one day on LinkedIn, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not even going to say the gentleman's name who posted it because I, I play neutral. I don't do the drama. And this gentleman said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of vendors calling themselves partners. You guys are vendors. And I, and I kind of hurt my feelings for a minute. I'm sitting there thinking to myself and I posted in the comments. I'm like, you know what? Maybe the guy that or gal that shows up and puts pinstripes on Tuesday mornings, maybe they're not a, a partner, mm -hmm. but somebody that's creating generational legacy wealth for your family and somebody that stays the night at your house, that's a partner. A partner. Right. And, and that's what I strive. Like, believe it or not, Vendors need dealers and dealers need vendors just as much, just as much. My dealers value and love and show grace and appreciate vendors, partners, okay, where you've got some, some dealer groups out there that just look at you as a unit. It's about price. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a commodity. We don't do business with dealers. Like we're not in that business. We will not, we're in a place now where we can not take deals. We don't need to do business with you. Right. It's got to have synergy. It's got to be mutually beneficial. Now, don't get me wrong. We work our faces off for the dealer and yeah. we earn our keep. We don't, we want to show our worth, but once we show our worth, we want that reciprocation. It has to be. Right. We, want, we want referrals. We want you to refer us to somebody else to help us grow our business. It is a true. And so I value what you do. I value all of us. This, this, this is a dark side of the, this is a hard thing yeah. we do. Like, mm -hmm. like it's difficult. You know, you know, a lot of people run from vendors, right? No, we are partners and we bring a lot of value to the table and the dealer would not operate without us, period, amen. And yeah. we would not operate without them. Right. Well, so. and let's be honest too, isn't a car dealership just a vendor of cars? Amen, very good point. <laughs> statement. 
<laughs> like, like they want to they want to get upset with us because they they want to act. I don't know. I guess like the victims in in the situation that they're. I mean, and don't get me wrong, there are bad vendors out there. I've met them. I've yeah, seen yeah. the 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 ones that are just stalker level and don't have a solid service to provide or don't know how to provide the right service. I know they're out there, but that doesn't negate that there are amazing ones out yeah. there. Yeah, and dealers are really good at vetting you out, getting online. I mean, Google will tell you who you are. Yep. You want to know who a company is? Let's go to the Google because if you've got no ratings, you're 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 non-existent online. Chances are you're not that credible. Yeah. You know, picking up that phone and calling another dealer. I'll tell you when I talk to people because everybody's pitching me products. Everybody wants me to buy something from them. Every time I talk, I want references. I want to know what other dealers say. Absolutely. I don't want to know what you say. I want to hear what other people say. Right. Dealers do a really good job. Car dealers, especially car dealers are some of the most brilliant business people on the planet. I mean, because a dealer is running multiple businesses within one business. Yes. Literally. They're brilliant. I mean, dealers are brilliant. Um, so they do a really nice job of vetting us out, um, especially at, late now. Today, it's late. 15 years ago, a lot different. Today, you yep. can find anything you want to know about somebody on their Facebook page or LinkedIn. Absolutely. Or so earlier, I know we talked a little bit pre-show, Adam, you know, the the one thing about your job that you like the most is the ability to help people. Um, tell me how you pass that leadership down to the rest of your team. You know, when we're talking about operating with integrity and going in these stores to genuinely help people and not just to get the sale or not just to score that dealership, um, you know, what? how is your team invested in truly helping those dealerships? Well, our mindset, we, we, we're one of the same mindset. Our, 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 our mission is to help as many dealers level up their F&I operations as possible. We do it with a servant leading heart. People can talk about servant leadership, but a lot of people don't display it. And what we do is we're there to truly help and serve our dealer. And so it's it's all about everybody we contact, whether it's the receptionist, whether it's somebody in a BDC department, whether it's a service writer, we try to be very intentional with our conversations. We wanna learn, uh, we have the mindset of we can learn something from everyone. So every interaction that we have, we want to listen a little bit more than we speak and try to connect with people. And then our mission is truly to serve and help people. And by doing that, profit shows up. Like we we were very successful. Our numbers continue to grow. We're putting on new accounts. We're helping our existing accounts grow product penetrations by being there more urgent to serve than we are to sell. I mean, it's all an act of service, everything that we do. Um, you know, and, and we're, we're really proud of that. I mean, everybody on our team, we're all in alignment. Mm -hmm. Well, like we're, we're, you're not going to be on this team if you don't. But like every now and then, you get a bad apple. You get somebody right. comes in, yeah. you think they're who they are. They re, they interview well. It's amazing how people interview so right. Well. The references are so perfect. Yep. Yeah. The resumes flawless. They just yeah. don't mesh. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes not everybody's not everybody's cup of tea. But you know, we're all very, we 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 vacation together as a team. We, we're very friendly. Um, we love helping each other. You know, and that trickles down into the store. I love you know, that. We're there. Here's another thing. You know, we're not showing up like bringing donuts and snacks and taking everybody to lunch. We, we were there to work. Like when a sense in a store, like, dude, it's, let's not, talk, I love football. Let's not talk about football though. Like I'm here to, let's look at performance. Let's look at human performance. Let's get data out. Let's drill on, on opportunity. Let's put actionable steps in pull up. Let's let's hold that accountable. 
let's communicate well, let's motivate and inspire, and then let's move on to the next store. Exactly. You know, I, I don't. We're very intentional on in how we do things, and so we want to make we want to make an impact. We're not trying to show up and feed everybody. We want to show up and make a true impact in people's lives. Period. That's and that's what separates the vendors from the partners. Yes. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, not, that we, not that we plan to have that topic in mind by any means, but it's such an important topic to have or a conversation to have because it seems like, you know, when there, when there's dealers out there that aren't making it through all of the, all of the crises that we're having, the vendors just keep tripling yeah. and tripling and tripling. And, and soon we're going to have way more vendors than dealers. And it's going to be important to know the difference mm-hmm. of, of who you can trust and who you can't. And, and then, I agree with it it's one of the reasons why we started this show because we wanted to highlight, you know, the people like you, the, the good people yeah. out there that are truly doing the good work and that are the solid people that you want to partner with and not just anybody. Amen. Yeah. And Amen. we're sticky with who we bring on the show too. Yeah. We've and had we, a lot of people who have asked to come on that we, that we won't bring on. Haven't chose. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think it's cool that you guys are highlighting and celebrating other people. You know, I, I think it's, it's, it's totally cool. I and mean, then you can, you can, from a selfish standpoint, you, how much have you two learned? How much have you learned? Oh, yeah. so something much. every week. We've learned from yeah. you so much today. <laughs> yeah, in the first 10 minutes before yeah. we ever even went, started recording. It's 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 crazy too. And I'm old. I'm 43. Old? <laughs> 43 on Friday. And I'm a true personal growth junkie. Like I mm-hmm. love knowledge and reading and hearing and podcasting. And it's amazing how as you get a little bit older and, and clear on your path, how hungry and thirsty you become for knowledge and how, you know, humility sets in and, and to understand that you're only here for a short period of time, you are human and you're not the best. I hate hearing people say I'm the best. What is, how do you quantify that? Like, right. what is, I, I have a, a, we're on a, on a pursuit to become better versions of ourselves. Yep. Like we want to get to the top but we don't want to do it alone. We want to bring people with us. And that, that's kind of a universal mindset, you know, mm-hmm. thirsty for knowledge, you know? Exactly. So, so you recently brought on um, two guys in the industry that everybody knows who they are. How did you wind up with Fred and Lou from Car Guy Coffee? Well, Fred and Lou, so we'll, we'll make this code. Fred and Lou kind of have their, they've got their own little empire that they built. I've been friends with Fred and Lou. We go back almost two decades. Like you want to take all of us that are in this space together, Fred, Lou, and I, they, they, they've been to my house. When I built my house back in 2010, you know, they were working in my dealership doing a sale. I had their team over and treated them and had the, they'd come over and watch UFC fights and Fred, Lou, and I go way back. And I love those guys. Like they're brothers. They're true brothers. They're the freaking best. They are. They're, they're partnered with us. So when they find, I'm going to be in Louisiana with Lou tomorrow. Cool. I was wondering when you said New Orleans, yeah. if, if you were going to be there. I'm going I'm to be Lou. I'm, I'm going to meet Lou tomorrow morning. He's picking me up at the airport tomorrow morning. So, so they're, they offer our F and I solutions. They have that in their bag, right? So if okay. they, oh, no. I, I think I froze up for a minute. They know the uh, they know the process. Uh, very very savvy on F and I, so it was a perfect fit. Uh, you know, it, it's a perfect fit. So yeah, we they 
we, we've got a partnership there and okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I support them. They support me. We all support each other and uh, love, love those. Love those. Love that. That's oh awesome. Gosh. They're the, they're the greatest guys to, to partner with out there. They're great energy, good yeah. energy. I don't know how they just, they're energizer bunnies. They just go <laughs> all the time. And yes. I'm like, I am just tired watching you. Like, yep. and I try to have some pretty dang good energy, but my gosh, they go and go and go. And they're always so positive. Like yep. we need more of that. Yeah. yeah. No, they're, we need more of that. They're like that. Like I'll tell you, I, I go to car church. We go to church Wednesday mornings at 645 okay. and there's, there's about 20 of us. There's dealers. There's We'll use the vendor. We'll use the vendor word vendors, and but but lose lose almost always on lose always on. Mm-hmm. He's got that same energy at six forty five in the morning. He's fired up for Jesus, and he starts his day just. He's just. I mean, he's that way. That's like funny. that's that's him. You know, he's the most. Lou is probably the best speaker I've ever heard in my life. Like the, the his uh, word placement, his his tonality, his uh, the man is very. Both Fred and Lou, they're just very impressive human beings. They very are. Good. Yeah. yeah, they are. I mean, hearing them speak, we got to hear their very first session at NIADA mm-hmm. back in June. And I mean, they had that room so alive yep. and just like so just pumped up yeah, and cooperative um, and people that had never even met them before. People who had never even heard of them before, probably. They were interactive. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, we we have known them for years and, you know, know of their their solutions and stuff like that. And even we were like getting rehyped with them. We're like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Like, but they they just have that effect on people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just amazing. Like special gift. Yeah. It, yeah. And you don't find it very often. I mean, it is not. I mean, I can't think of very many people in this business and we've met a lot of people that I can say that match that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was a powerhouse team that whenever you guys announced that on social media, I thought that was super cool because the three of you together is seriously just huge. You guys are all giants. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to presenting. We got an opportunity for a dealer down in Louisiana. That's incredible for all of us. I mean, it's just, it's a great opportunity to, to help this dealer. So. He's a great guy too. I know. I think I know because I see them at his store all the time. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah, no, I'm not going to mention the dealer name online, just confidentially, you know, stuff like I that. Yeah, no, no. But but yeah, it's uh, there's a really great opportunity, and you know, I know that Fred and Lou really love this dealer, and so we were really doing something special for him. So. Awesome, that is exciting. So I know also, you know, we spoke on you know pre-show about you guys are branching off into another vertical as well outside of automotive. Do you want to touch on that for just a second and kind of, yeah, it's my newest, it's my newest project. I've got a partner out of New York city. His name is Max Zanon, very talented agent, does what I do, owns a very successful agency. I was speaking in Las Vegas earlier in the year in February and he came up to me. He said, Hey, can I buy an old fashioned? I said, you had me an old fashioned. Let's go. (laughs) Adam, are you still with us? Looks like my computer's froze up. So there we go. We're back. You know what? I'm going to message my property manager in our building here. Um, There's been uh, some threat martial arts on him. Yeah, there's been some issues today. I'm really, really sorry about that. But 
Max pitched me on an ID. He goes, do, do car dealers kind of wear you out sometimes? I go, ah, kind of, kind of. He goes, well, what if I brought an opportunity for you where there's no stress and you can make more money than you've ever made in your life? I go, come on, dude. I don't want to do a pyramid scheme, okay? <laughs> so, so he presented an idea to me. And the, the light bulb went off in my head. And so basically, we took the wealth building model from reinsurance that's been around for almost five decades in the automotive industry. And we recreated and repackaged a program for the dental industry. We launched it this week, last week in Vegas. Um, we're blowing up in that vertical right now. And so now uh, we own a company called the Dental Protection Group, and we're providing insurance products to the dental industry. And we are going into solar and plastic surgery. We're going to go into a bunch of different verticals, but we're hitting dental right now because there's no product in the market that, that's wow. doing what we're doing. And so we're going to hit the ground running. That's my new baby. Uh, Ascent Dealer Services, I'll make no mistake, this is my fourth child. Sometimes it's my favorite child. Like right now, <laughs> my girls are on daddy's poop. Now, Aston, my baby, she's she can really do no wrong. But my two big girls, are, they're on daddy's crap list right now. So, <laughs> so right now, this is my fourth and favorite child today. Um, but Dental Protection Group, Alton Family Martial Arts, Marburger Investment Group, A2 Investment Group, all the, all the companies. I love them all. I, I always tell my other teammates, they're like, my team at Ascent, like I was worried, like, is Adam leaving us? Like, what's he doing now? No, Adam's not leaving anybody. I'm just creating more products for more industries. Yes. And Ascent Dealer Services is a sub-agent of the Dental Protection Group. So we're also going to grow this out of the agency. Yeah. So long story short, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm up to this week. And there's more things to follow. That is super exciting. We're you are, super... You are seriously a serial entrepreneur. He is. <laughs> I I have problems. <laughs> I need you stopping anytime soon, just staying with where you're at. And well, so last month, let's just give you an oh, example. <laughs> my travel schedule last month. Oh. My travel schedule this month. Oh boy. Oh no. And guess what I did for next month? There's a lot of availability. Now, now I'm busy. I've got a lot of projects here, but I'm gonna do my best to limit my overnight stays. Like Good. that's you know, I, I'm switching my model. I mean, here, if I had, maybe if I had Glenn Lundy's money, I, I would have a private jet. Glenn, I don't know if you'll watch this, but I love you. you I, I need a jet. Because like, let me tell you, and I will have one uh, because I understand it's all about the time. Now I see it. Yeah. This airport, the, the travel is killing me. Uh, uh, it's killing me. So what I'm trying to do is less overnights. So if yeah. I can, I'll take a red eye home if I can just get home. Because even if I get home at, midnight or 1 a.m. I wake up in my own bed. I have my own morning routine. I get to do my thing. Being on the road in these hotels and, and being on airplanes, every day, it's really, 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 really hard. You know, a lot of people, they look at my, I get all the time from people, especially my local community, Adam, you're living the dream. Oh my God, you're killing it. You're just, you're just living it. Oh yeah, I'm living it. Let me tell you, Courtyard Marriott, Southwest flying middle class on Southwest Airlines, like living it. No, this isn't living it. Sleeping in a in a in a hotel is not living the dream. Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. No, really? it, it's so hard to explain to people who who don't do it, and they're like, "Oh my God, you have the best life. You yes. travel all you the get time. To travel wherever you want. No, no. like <laughs> you don't get to do crap when you travel, other than just work in a different location. Like yep, I'm doing yep. exactly what I do here with different faces and a different zip code. You don't get very to go sightsee or do all the tourist stuff. You know, we're we're working. 
Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid of vacation. Like, so I do take trips for myself, which are much needed. Those trips I love, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to Florida with the girls for a week or, yep. you know, we're going to Turks, you know, we're, Paul mm-hmm. and my partner and I are, are treating ourselves with a, a year-end business review in Turks and Caicos. So like, you know, that'll be a more of an unwind, a little bit of business. Those trips are cool, but, you know, you know the deal. You know, yeah. going to Philly for two nights, then you're in Baltimore, and then you're in Kansas City, and then you're in Denver, and that you're in New York, and it's just never ending, you know. Right. My favorite is always people who see us go to Florida, especially oh, yeah. Tampa, and they're like, "Oh, must be so nice to go to the beach." And it's like, I didn't even touch the beach. <laughs> I didn't touch it once. So no, it's not. Yeah. It's not nice. <laughs> it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a wonderful life we live. The the people we get to meet, the yep. things we get to do. It is great. The connections we get to make. Yes, I mean yeah. it is a fun life. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But, but let's be honest, we're not we're not having the, the greatest time when we travel. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely work. But you yeah. what you just said, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, no. we're doing life. Like I've met so many just incredible friends through this business, mm-hmm. real friends. Um, you know that that I would do anything for. Like it's crazy the authentic relationships. I'm talking authentic, like yeah. real relationships that come from this world of social media and all of us being plugged in, you know, we've got a lot of great people that we're connected to. I mean, you and I, we run in a lot of the same circles, like yep. connected, you know, right. and your fearless leader, Robin is one of the most amazing human beings like on the planet earth. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to get over to Joplin anyway. I need to go visit one of my, my admin companies in Joplin. I need to get over there. I, we need to spend maybe November, maybe November we can plan a day. I'm, I'm doing more, in Kansas City, I'm about ready to put a big deal together in the in the Kansas okay. Missouri market, um, 11 or 12 rooftop. Uh, and there is one of their stores is near Joplin. Oh, so cool. we're, we're kind of going to have to be around there anyway. So we'll coordinate that. Thank you. I know. I'm like, my brain's. Yeah. I'll tell you. We'll talk. We'll okay. Talk. We yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But we're, I, it's crazy that we're in the same state and haven't met in the same state. The only yeah. place we've seen each other is Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we met. What we we were at that party, right? The first night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. That house was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that was. See, that, I do like NADA for that. Uh, I, like that. I don't know who put it on. It was um, Scott it was Trainer. Scott. Roy Devilla. Roy and uh, uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That was a fun party. Mm-hmm. Fun. Well, Adam, where can our listeners um, reach you at if they have any questions? If they're interested in your services, where where's the best place to reach you? Um, ascentdealerservices.com. I mean, really anywhere online. I'm like, I always tell people this. I don't have like a one place to go. I'm so easy to find. Um, you go to adamarberger.com. Um, you could go to ascentdealerservices.com. Facebook, I connect. I'm very good about connecting with people on Facebook and LinkedIn. I suck, suck on Instagram and, and I don't use Snapchat. I don't return messages on Instagram. I don't, but on Facebook and LinkedIn, I am very active and I get back to everybody on those two platforms. Awesome. 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 We will um, also have all of his links um, attached to this episode too, so that you guys can message him and connect with him as well. All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to get to talk with you for a little bit today. In a world where you can be anything, remember to be kind. So whenever you go out into the world this week, remember to light it up. We've been the Chicks in Charge and I'm Jess. I'm Shasta. And thanks for watching.